Welcome tonight, and hello, church. Um, if you have your Bible with you here tonight, uh, I'll have you turn to Matthew chapter 1. If you have the black Bibles we have uh, on the sides, um, that is actually on page 855. Uh, and if you don't have a Bible and want to keep that one, you are most welcome to do, to do that because we want to be in the Word with you uh, here and um, when you're at home and, and, and at all times. So we will... Uh, so we're, we're gathered here on this Christmas Eve in remembrance of Jesus Christ being born. You may have heard it said, or even said it yourself, Jesus is the reason for the season, right? It's nice saying, it even rhymes, so it's kind of catchy, right? Well, I want to challenge that sentiment on this premise. So the focus here is that Jesus, or that Jesus was born, but Let's not just stop there. Let's take it a bit farther and ask ourselves, why was Jesus born, right? And actually, the students here in, in uh, Redeemer Kids, they probably know the answer to this because uh, every unit we're in, uh, we have what's called a big picture question and the answer to it. It's kind of the overarching theme. So Redeemer Kids, do you know why was Jesus born? Anybody? No? Okay. Well, so the, the answer is that Jesus was born to rescue us from our sin. So how do we know that that's true? How can we vet, validate that statement? Well, we have this. We have the Word of God, and we're so blessed that we have His Word. And we already turned to Matthew 1. So in verse 21, we can read that. She, uh, this is the angel of the Lord. He came and talking to Joseph uh, about Mary. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now, this in and of itself was already a fulfillment of prophecy, because in Isaiah 7, verse 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. See, the virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. That is God with us. So first thing to note there is God himself, he's the one that is going to give us a sign. He's the one that gave us a sign. But he also didn't just give a son. He gave himself, Emmanuel, God with us, right? So, and... <clears throat> Uh, we see in here that the virgin did conceive. Jesus was born, that first part. And uh, they named him Jesus. And why is his name Jesus? Well, it says right there in that second part, you'll name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And that's what Jesus means. Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. So the son born of the virgin will be called both Jesus that is, Jehovah saves, and Emmanuel. We know his name was Jesus because we see it, you know, everywhere in the Bible. But is he actually Emmanuel, God with us, right? So is he both God and man? So if we look at um, John chapter 3, 
You might know this passage. This is Nicodemus um, coming at night to uh, speak to Jesus. Uh, and Nicodemus was a Jewish teacher. Verse 5, it says, Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the Spirit is spirit. The wind blows where it pleases, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can these things be, asked Nicodemus. Are you a teacher of Israel and don't know these things, Jesus replied? Truly I tell you, we speak what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But you do not accept our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you don't believe... How will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who is descended from heaven, the Son of Man. So if flesh comes from flesh and spirit from spirit, how can Jesus speak with authority about these heavenly things he refers to unless he is the aforementioned Son of Man? Well, he is indeed the Son of Man. We can see in both Mark 8.31 and Luke 9.22, And he, this is Jesus, began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. So he will suffer. Yeah. He will be rejected. Yes, he will be killed. Yes, he was rise again on the third day. All these things were fulfilled by Jesus. If you were here with us uh, this past year, we went through um, the book of John, or if you've gone through the book of John, chapters 18 on, tell us that story and confirm that story. And Jesus says again in Luke chapter 19, verses 10, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And see, it's there again, the Son of Man, who was Jesus, so he's talking about himself here, right, and his purpose. So, we accept that Jesus is the Son of Man, but how do we know that he has the authority to rescue us from our sin, or forgive us from our sin? Let's look in Matthew, chapter 9, verse 1 through 8. So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Just then some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. Seeing their faith, Jesus told the paralytic, Have courage, son, your sins are forgiven. At this some of the scribes said to themselves, He's blaspheming. Perceiving their thoughts, Jesus said, Why are you thinking evil things in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, then he told the paralytic, get up, take your stretcher, and go home. So he got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and gave glory to God, who had given us such authority to men. So, why was Jesus born? Jesus was born to rescue us from our sin. Jesus, the Emmanuel, God with us, and Jehovah is salvation, and now we see the Son of Man was born, yes. God himself gave it to us uh, as a sign to happen, and it happened. 
And this also confirms God's continual faithfulness to us. Every time he makes a promise, it, it comes true so we can have faith in him. And then to rescue us from our sin. If we look in Ecclesiastes 7.20, it says, there is, certainly, <clears throat> there is certainly no one righteous on the earth who does good and never sins. Or maybe you're more familiar with the Romans 3.23 where Paul is um, writing to the Romans. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we need to be rescued from our sin, and Jesus has the power and the authority to forgive us of our sin. So with that, should, we, should it be said Jesus is the reason for the season? Or rather, should it be said that we are the reason for the season? We are the sinners who need a Savior. Remember in Matthew 1, Jesus will save his people from their sins. So where do we go from there? Well, scripture, scripture has the answer to that as well. In Romans 10:9, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you recognize that you are in need of a Savior and you haven't done so already, I would invite you to accept Jesus as the one to save you from your sin. And now this would be the point where I would usually say, after, uh, after the service, come up to me or Pastor Eric or if you came with somebody else, talk to them. But the great thing is we have a Savior in Jesus Christ and we don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. You can speak to him now or anytime in prayer because he is God with us. So you can confess to him what he already knows, that you're a sinner in need of his forgiveness, and trust him because he is faithful to forgive you. And if you have, we can rejoice together that Jesus knows our struggles because he came as a man, not just God, but with us, right? And because of the weaknesses, uh, he knows because of our the struggles and weaknesses because he went through it himself. And we can give all the glory to God, the Father, that he sent his, our, that he sent his son to be our savior. Father God, thank you so much that you did give your son to us tonight for all time, Lord, that we don't have to wait to come to you. Now is always the right time to speak to you, to come to you, and, and be in your presence, and accept Christ. Thank you so much, Lord, and be with us as we continue to worship you and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.